Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Monday. Great to be back. Great to have my voice back. Great to be able to tell you that we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Phone number is always on the program. 855-212-4CBS-HOLLER. If you want to uh, contribute your perspective, your opinion, you want to say hi to Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer who answers the phones and does all the hard work here. You can also hit him up on the old Twitter machine at CBS. I'm on there, sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. It's a day of double comebacks. I'm back. I was gone on Friday. Thank you to Jody Mack for filling in, doing a hell of a job. And today, Andrew Bogish makes his triumphant return after... I guess it's been a week without Mr. Bogish. Diesel, good morning. Does the difficulty of a Monday, is it is it eclipsed by the joy that you feel, the happiness coursing through your very being, that you and Bogish will soon be reunited? Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. You know what? I'm actually excited that our buddy is back. I can't wait to talk to him. A week is too much. So I don't usually sit on these things. But I wanted you and Andrew to be able to judge me simultaneously. I um I had a huge social fail, which I need to run by you guys because I'm not. I think maybe the rules are a little fancier in LA than I'm used to, since I'm from Iowa. I went to school in Missouri, and I've got what I think, and I'm being serious, Tom, is the most certain proof yet that we are living in a simulation. Are you prepared? For that, and it's not the stupid Steph Curry video I tweeted out like an idiot. It's something else. Are you ready for it? <laughs> That's exactly it? where I thought you were going. No. So now, no. Now I'm not prepared at all. Uh, there's a lot of sports to get into as well. The U.S. men's national team goes down in a Burhalter coaching and competent showcase of flames. We'll get into that briefly later in the show. Uh, college football playoff is set. Uh, I told you it shouldn't be Ohio State. I still don't think it should be Ohio State. That is where we are. Ohio State gets that final slot after both TCU and overtime to K-State and USC in pretty dramatic fashion to Utah go down. TCU still in, so we'll talk a bunch of college football playoff realities in this past weekend in the sport. Steve Berline's going to be on the show, longtime former NFL quarterback and NFL analyst now to talk a really riveting weekend in the National Football League. You've got Deshaun Watson's return and his struggles. I loved every ounce of how ordinary he looked. You've got Jimmy Garoppolo going down. The Niners were really good against the Dolphins, but Jimmy G, who already was the backup because Trey Lance got hurt, goes down to a broken foot, and Mr. Irrelevant, the kid that came out of Iowa State, steps in, didn't play badly, but their Super Bowl hopes certainly hinge on him or a quarterback they got off the practice squad from Denver. We'll get into that topic later in 
the program. The Eagles look really good against the Titans team, as you know, if you listen to the show I take really seriously. There's a lot of things to hit, a lot of things to tackle. For me, though, and I think for most people, the eye-opening moment of a really crowded and interesting weekend in the NFL was Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And I think something's been lost, some of the nuance, some of the reality's been lost a little bit in the Bengals' win over the Kansas City Chiefs. That win makes it three in a row for Cincinnati, for Joe Burrow and company, including the most important of those wins, which came in the AFC Championship game last year. That game was at Arrowhead last season when Joe Burrow was able to lift his team to a Super Bowl. And the narrative today, and again, I think it's incorrect, is that the Bengals own the Chiefs. And I'm just I'm just not going to go there. Three games in a row or not, the first loss in November or December in 27 games for the Chiefs is the reality. I don't think this win for Cincinnati is a measuring stick that's about the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they've proven themselves as the dominant team in the NFL. This isn't a measuring stick about Patrick Mahomes and his Achilles heel is Joe Burrow and the the Bengals. It's a measuring stick for Cincinnati. It's a reminder that what happened last season in that postseason run that culminated in losing in the Super Bowl to the Rams, but beating the Chiefs again at Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game, it wasn't a fluke. It was a preview. It was an earlier-than-expected glimpse of who Joe Burrow is and who the Bengals are. And just to, I don't want to talk the Chiefs that much. They're still 9-3. and three. They're still the favorite to win a Super Bowl this year. They're still the best team in the AFC. And if they end up hosting the Bengals, who are now 8-4, and four, by the way, in a playoff game in the postseason, they're going to be favored. And we'll see what happens then. And just to make this point and move on from the Chiefs and give the team that deserves the credit the credit, and that's the Bengals, At the end of that game, toward the end of that game, it was Travis Kelsey who had an uncharacteristic fumble and turnover that gave Cincinnati the ball and the opportunity to win that game. It's a fluke. It doesn't mean that the Bengals have Kelsey's number, and it certainly doesn't reflect on Patrick Mahomes. No, the takeaway for me is the fact that when they play the Chiefs, a team that is almost mystically capable of winning games that shouldn't. And by the way, the Chiefs were down in this game too. When they play a Chiefs team that is bursting with confidence against everybody, including the Bengals, by the way. Whether I'm right or wrong, the Bengals are not some Achilles heel to the Chiefs. I can tell you the one football entity on earth that's convinced that's not the case of the Kansas City Chiefs. They ain't worried. No, this is about the fact that against a team that beats everybody, that can beat anybody, that is bursting with maybe too much confidence because the Chiefs, as we've talked about, again and again play with their food. Joe Burrow is calm and collected and plays at the highest level. It's not that the Bengals can beat the Chiefs and therefore the Chiefs have some jeopardy out there. It's that the Bengals can beat the Chiefs consistently, which means they can beat anybody and they can beat everybody. It is time to elevate Cincinnati to the top tier of teams in the National Football League, not times to relegate the Chiefs to whatever secondary class of would-be football juggernauts are out there. Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Now, there's a couple ways, I think, to assess the highest level of excellence, of the ability to handle pressure, of whatever you want to call it for quarterbacks in the NFL. 
the main one, the top one, is, is to win a Super Bowl, and that's a rare thing. And I would argue with guys like Matt Stafford, it's the culmination of a team effort, not an individual effort. Stafford last year didn't put a team on his back. He joined a team that was good enough to go there, and, and as a group, they got there. Burrow hasn't done that. The secondary qualification is just a deep and interesting playoff run. A run where you show what you're made of, and, and Joe Burrow certainly has done that. But I think outside of a, a play, playoff run, I think outside of that kind of success, more than any litmus test for defining excellence and as a measuring stick is the ability to consistently beat the Kansas City Chiefs, especially if you're in the AFC, but it's not limited there. It's just obviously a bigger sample size. And for me, that is the takeaway of Joe Burrow and the Bengals win. Jamar Chase is back. The defense has improved, and it's looked really good. And that Bengals team was unflinching in their opportunity, again, to beat Kansas City. It speaks volumes about Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. It speaks volumes about the ability for that quarterback not to allow the one, I think, an ultimate overwhelming weapon for the Chiefs. The one thing, and I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes, that makes the Chiefs more dangerous than everyone else is the belief that the Chiefs always seem to suck out of other football teams. For lack of a better comparison, it reminds me of Tiger Woods in his heyday when on Sundays, and this went on forever, where when Tiger wore red at a major on a Sunday, he was unbeaten when he had the lead. When he sat in those situations, and and Tiger was awesome, but emanated so much excellence, so much dominance. And golfers have talked about this. They didn't think they could beat Tiger Woods, and so they didn't. And I know Tiger's banged up now, but part of what changed post his injury, even when he played well, was that fear had gone away. Patrick Mahomes emanates that exact same level of bizarre hold over the teams that he plays for the most part. Teams don't play as well. Teams get up two or three touchdowns and things fall apart. Offenses stop moving the ball. Defenses, and again, not easy to to, to stop Mahomes and that Chiefs team, don't believe in themselves at the same level. Part of the reason Mahomes and the Chiefs can play with their food a little bit, can be lackadaisical to start of games, is yes, their own greatness, but also the mind game they play on the teams they go up against. And for whatever reason, whatever makeup about Joe Burrow, whatever part of that guy's excellence, willpower, ability to handle pressure, whatever it is, Joe Burrow doesn't feel it, he's not worried about it, he's not shook by it, And that's the takeaway. If you can three times in a row beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and to put a final point on this this Tiger Woods comparison, Mahomes had won 26, I can't even keep track, or 27 consecutive games in November and December until yesterday. Think about that. Think about winning... That many games in a row in the National Football League over a two-month span, year after year after year. When the games, by the way, are a lot more pressure-packed and mean a lot more. The confidence you would have, the lack of confidence that you would foster in your opponents, Joe Burrow wasn't phased and isn't phased. Like, I get it. I get it. I understand. I'm sure a lot of my colleagues are doing it at at the website and, and probably here on the radio. 
over at CBSSports.com and here on CBS Sports Radio. I understand the easy reaction is, this is the Chiefs' Achilles heel. I don't think that's the right take. The right take is Joe Burrow and the Bengals have a rare ability when the games matter, when there's ultimate pressure, when people don't believe in them, when they're up against it, when they're down, when they're underdogs, when they're not supposed to win, when they're playing the Chiefs, to just win anyway. And the other team who does that, although does it so much now they're never underdogs, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yesterday's game isn't about Kansas City. Put Kansas City against the Bengals in the postseason at at, at Arrowhead, I'm taking the Chiefs. But that doesn't mean that Joe Burrow isn't the most likely team to bring down the Chiefs. Not because the Chiefs are afraid of the Bengals. Not because there's some weird X's and O's matchup. Not because Kansas City is a lesser opponent against the Bengals. No, because the Bengals are a higher opponent than everyone else the Chiefs everyone else that the Chiefs play. Because Burrow believes so much in his greatness that he wills it into being. Yesterday's game was about the Bengals. And the Bengals against everybody, by the way. Team started 0-2. Now they're 8-4. and four. This team made an unprecedented run last season to that Super Bowl way ahead of schedule. What we saw yesterday isn't a diminishment of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's finally the rise, or maybe the rise already happened. It's the recognition of an actual rival in the AFC. That's who it is. It's not Josh Allen and the Bills. It's not Tua Tungabailoa and the Miami Dolphins. And I'm not going to overreact to the Dolphins having a bad game or Tua having a bad game against that Niners team. It's not the Titans, and I still like the Titans, even though they got blown out by the Eagles. Those are good teams. It's Joe Burrow and the Bengals who have a chance to match or at least to compete against the Chiefs in the years ahead because their quarterback, in his own way, like the Chiefs in his own way, believes every time he's on the field, his team is going to win. Doesn't say it, doesn't pretend it, doesn't do it with the microphone. Believes it so thoroughly, it infects and it lifts up his team. That's the takeaway. Yesterday's win for, for Cincinnati it's not a Chiefs story. It is a Bengals story. That is a hell of a football team. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. College football playoff is set. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. I would put Bama in. I'm going to make that case. We're going to get to a lot of other NFL news. And I've got to tell Bogish and Cell about my, I think it's pretty, I think it's bad, but I can't. We're going to find out together. My social fail because I'm not a fancy pants kind of guy like the folks I live around. That's next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. You know, I don't, I don't like conspiracy theories. I don't like giving into that. But there's a theory going around the office that D-Cell's revenge, he misunderstood the segment, and that he actually just got Bogish and I sick somehow. Bogish was out last week. I missed Friday. Couldn't talk on Thursday. And Bogus, you missed this because you were sick. I hope you're feeling better, by the way. It's great to see you. Uh, thank you. Hope you're feeling better. It is equally great to see you. On Thursday, I couldn't really talk. I was coughing. I sounded terrible. My my wife came to the office and brought me like heated water and honey. And um, the whole time, Diesel was laughing and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was in physical pain. I like how you sounded. I genuinely liked the sound of your voice. I know you were in pain. I know you were sick, but I thought you sounded great. <laughs> He really enjoyed it. So I'm just saying I'm not ruling out the theory that, that D-Cell attempted to get you and I sick. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're feeling better. I I don't know where to begin. I'm glad to be back. Let's just say that. I'm not surprised D-Cell was enjoying your pain, and I'm, I smartly kept mine away from him so we didn't really have a, a, a chance to enjoy any specific issues I was dealing with. Bogus, we I, now know the magic number for me to miss you. It is one week. I genuinely missed you, buddy. Okay. Wow. It's five, it is, full it days. Is five been... shows. That's is the that magic a compliment. Number. I'll take it. Yeah, you will. Well, nothing heals like D cells. Hard to attain love. Um, I think I screwed something up socially. I got to ask you guys. Now, you, you know, I was going to say you guys are from one of the two big cities, like one of the coastal big cities in L.A. and New York. Bogus, you are. D cell rejects it and doesn't really hang out in New York, so he's from rural Jersey. That's so. This is more for you, but for both of you. I'm not, what did Forrest Gump say? I'm not a fancy man. I know he said something else, but that's, I got invited. I think I told you guys I had some random guy come up to me at the tennis courts and start talking smack about how he's going to beat me and yes. whatever. It ended with him just randomly over the Thanksgiving break inviting my wife and I to his house at 6 or 7 o'clock. Uh, very nice guy. Unspecified was whether or not it was a dinner party. Am I supposed to assume a six o'clock is a dinner party? Because it didn't say come over for dinner, so I didn't know what to do. I'm like, is it dinner? This is where it starts. Yeah, no? no, I can. It's tough because I am a, and I've had this debate with my wife and others. Like, if I say lunchtime, 
I mean noon. And if I say dinner time, like that's the area, 5.30, 6 o'clock, like that's dinner time. So that's dinner. If I was invited to something at that time, I would assume it was dinner. But I'm guessing he's fancier than us, and that was like hanging out before a nice dinner at like 9 p.m. I thought it was drinks. And now this is a – this is such a dumb name drop, but it's just true. He is a very, a very successful Hollywood producer. Like, he's produced the films we've all seen, right? So I roll up so, – so I text the guy. I'm like, am I supposed to bring anything? And we knew at least one other couple was coming. <laughs> I'm like, can I bring anything? He goes, no, just yourselves. And I go, are you sure? I'm happy to bring something. He goes, no, just yourselves. So Lori's like, we got to bring a bottle of wine. I'm like, Lori, I asked the guy twice. We don't need to bring anything. So we show up. <laughs> There's three other couples. They each brought a very expensive oh, no, bottle of wine. No. I've got nothing. And it was like he made he made these huge steaks. I don't know what the tequila they were serving was, but but when I opened the bottle, the what do they call it? A snifter? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Rainbows came out of it before I drank the tequila. Makes sense. They're opening bottles of wine that I've seen at the expensive lock part of the Ralph's grocery store before behind the glass. Tasted good. I, I didn't bring anything. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's, to, I, that's strike one. What? Yeah. How, do you just bring it even though when they tell you not to bring anything? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even Diesel knows this. Yeah. I learned it the same way you did, though, because I was told, what do you mean we have to bring something? They clearly said they have everything covered. There's nothing that they need. Maybe they'll be offended if we actually bring something. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, always got to bring something. It was a bunch of fancy pants. That were, they're all very nice people. Like, really, some of them may be listening to this. It's one of the, whatever. If you're listening, guys, I didn't know. I So so my parents think that I should now go get a really nice bottle of wine, send it to his house. It's with too a late. Note. It's too late. It's I think it would be awkward. Yes, it's over. The moment has passed. It's too late. You'd be making it worse. Bogus? No, I, not worse. I don't. I, but I think what you need to do is send like flowers. I think flowers and like thanks for dinner. Like, if you send flowers. something that's like dinner related, it's like I forgot to bring this. Here's the wine. At least like flowers or like a fruit basket seems like it's a, a straight thank you gift. I think there's only one way for redemption here. Can I give you my plan first? Okay. Can you shoot it down. Yes. If I never get an invitation again, then who cares, even though I really like the guy. If I do, then I'm going to bring two bottles next time. That's my plan. No? I don't think it works like that. It doesn't. I, I like the effort, though. I, I see your thought process. Right. I don't think it works that way, though. Here's here's what I'm thinking. The only way. Now, I don't I, 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 I don't Look at think how you're all you light up when I'm in pain socially or physically. <laughs> I, I, I don't just can't believe that he knows so much about these situations where he would never be in them. No, I always find myself in the awkward situation when we get invited to places because I always do something wrong. I think the only way back from this is now you have to host a dinner party. Oh, I'm not doing that. This dude lives in a in a mansion and I don't. I mean, like, I don't even care about that. But, like, I am not having all these fancy pants. And they're really nice people. I mean, i got to be careful because they could be so listening. So what's the If they're really nice people and you consider them new, host dinners, new bro. friends. New I don't friends. host dinners, bro. I just don't. I think I don't that would go be to dinner parties. You could tell him, no, 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 don't bring anything. He won't bring anything. And then you're he'll even. He'll bring something. Yeah, that, that Oh, he'll bring something. That's the other problem. Yeah.
He'll bring a bottle of wine that's worth more than my rent. <laughs> Can right, I which is the, yeah. Which is the initial problem in this scenario in that because he's on that high stratosphere, my hesitation would be I got to bring something, but what do I bring that's right. worthy of this setting? Like what what kind of bottle of tequila do I get? I'm not bringing my Jack Daniels. Do I get some weird, crazy, like oak barrel, extra aged yeah. Some kind of Angels like, you know, like that, and, that, a rum, and a rum right. cask for 110 yeah. bucks. Yeah, it's so you just a super it. nice guy, too. We had a great, I and mean, we had a, I hate dinner parties, I hate it. I had a great time. I had a great time. Did you, uh, right. did you go sport coat? No, so luckily, Lori knew one of the wives. So, so I got three first names from the, like these three guys. So, I was guessing who's gonna be there. So Lori texts the wife <laughs> of one of the so first good. names. This is perfect. And she's like, we are going. And she's like, it's casual. So I think I, I, I wore jeans and a nice button-down shirt, and I was by far the, like, I was overdressed. People rolled in in hoodies. Not what I expected, bro. Okay, that's fine. You'd rather be overdressed than underdressed. But again, my jeans are like the jeans the three of us would buy. <laughs> These people all showed up in designer jeans that I'm sure Gucci himself put together with a so it's I was overdressed, but also, but also just not well attired. It was well, an experience. Listen, at least you had that going for you, though. You didn't have two strikes. You didn't come in in a shack giveaway T-shirt with empty hands. <laughs> All right. I thought I, I thought maybe Diesel was going to be like it's okay, which would make me know it wasn't. So I'm super confused now. <laughs> Anytime so we get invited out as a couple, I always do some social norm. I get it wrong, and I'm always confused. I'm starting to learn my lessons. I'm getting better at this, but I'm very confused throughout the whole process. I enjoyed this one because it was a really nice collection of people. And it really was. But more, normally I find dinner parties to be torture. I don't want to go to these things usually. Yeah, like they're usually pretentious. Strangers. Right? Like everyone wants to show off their house, how fancy they are, this cool meal that they made. Like, eh, I'm okay. Just, I'm not good at small talk. I don't like it. <laughs> but let the fact that you enjoyed it inform your next move. Don't right. punt on this relationship. This could be cool. This could be important. This could be good for all of us. If you're getting invited to movie premieres or maybe you can get an A-list guest on this show and take something off a D-sales plate, Wow, that felt you like a jab stay. at me there. That no, really no, felt no. like a jab. But listen, you're Good not to have Jennifer you Lawrence. back. Good <laughs> to have you're you're you not back. You're Brad Pitt, but maybe now Bill hangs in those circles. So we got to stay in those circles, which is why you got to send something, a thank you something at this point. That remains my vote. I, so I'm, I'm playing tennis with a guy this week. Is there an opportunity? And I'm going to just steamroll him, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy him. I am. Uh, that feels like strike two. Well, that's what it is. That one's – I've warned him on that one. What I, if you let him win as a my bad for the gift thing? I might no let him thing. get a game in two sets. I'm, that's oh. – yeah, no? Okay. Uh, I got a simulation thing, but I, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to do it in an hour. But I'm going to blow your mind. Lori now believes that we're in a simulation. Something happened to Lori and I, so I've got a witness. Uh, but very quickly, are you guys – I've been pretty, I, I think, clear detail on my view on the college football playoff – that TCU should get in either way. Dennis, the Dodd father, Dodd, sold me on that. That did happen. They're in at three. We know Michigan won against Purdue. They're two. Georgia destroyed LSU. They're, they're still number one. The fourth spot was the interesting spot when USC lost for the second time this year to Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. For me, I thought it was Alabama. For me, Alabama 
two very close losses on the road is a is a they have not to me been disproved as a contender in the way that Ohio State was at home against Michigan when they got in the end their doors blown off. But I know there's a lot of ins and outs as 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 the dude would say. Bogus, who would you if you were the czar, who would you have put it for? I, they got it right. It had to really? be Ohio State. Yeah, if you know if 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 things had gone differently for Tennessee, if uh, if Hooker was still healthy, I think they have a conversation. I just I can't I don't understand you put out how you would have put Alabama in. They're not on equal footing as Ohio State. One loss is not two losses. So I understand how bad they looked against Michigan, but they were the choice to go back in at at number four. Yeah, I just can't. And I'm not the SEC should be. I mean, I like the idea of two Big Ten schools. I just wish I felt less queasy about it, Diesel. Can I frame it to you this way, Bill? Because you know I'm on the Alabama train with you. What if, would you have felt any better about the four-team playoff if they would have stuck with USC as the fourth team despite the ugly loss? It's an ugly loss, but, like, let's let's get it straight here. Caleb Williams was hurt, and that's the only reason it got as ugly as it did. So yeah, and he he gutted it out, and you know, and, and the guy played through through that injury for for a big chunk of the game. I um, I don't think so. I, I think then you get into an, the weird argument of if you're making the case for USC, should you not be making the case for Utah, who beat them twice, including in this really clutch under the microscope game that felt like a playoff-like game. I hear what you're saying, and the only reason I bring up USC is because there there is that, that party of people who don't want to penalize USC for playing in a game that Ohio State wasn't even good enough to get to. Or Alabama, right. And Alabama finished, whatever, fourth, right, in their respective division. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's not. By the way, this is a, an argument for me on why we should have a 12-team playoff. Because for exactly. all the, for all the oh, there's not as much drama. There are teams: Alabama, Tennessee, Utah. I mean, hell, dude, Kansas State. If you want to talk, who who I think USC who have a right, who have maybe a slight argument that they have a, should have a chance to compete. Going forward, well, I mean, we just had a weekend where one of these games mattered. Only the Pac-12 game mattered. Of all the conference championship games over the weekend, only the Pac-12 one mattered. So, to me, almost anything is better than what we just got. We got a weekend of of blah games because they really didn't have any direct connection to the playoff. Some of those would have. K-State might have just played itself into the top 12. And, you know, so I, I, you know I think that's why expanding at, you know, your first thought might be, well, it, you know, it. It waters in the regular season, but it does. It creates more of these secondarily important games late in the season where a team can make up for its one mistake in October and sneak itself back in and set itself up for a, a playoff run. Yeah, you're right. K State finished nine, right? I think they finished nine, and LSU dropped significantly. So, like that would have been some of the interesting drama. Are you willing yet, D Cell, to admit the faultiness? of your perspective and you and we welcome you with open and loving arms to get over on this side of the of the college football playoff expansion bandwagon. Uh thank you, but no thank you. I'm gonna decline that invitation. Okay. Uh I'm with Bogish. Only one game mattered this weekend. Uh the Big Twelve game did not matter, but it's because it's by default it didn't matter. There wasn't 
another team elite enough to make that jump. You know, TCU loses in overtime. I think that was enough to keep them in, obviously, but there wasn't that other team. I'm on the Bama bandwagon, but it's also by default. I, I'll admit that one. There is nobody who was left out where you're pounding your fist and saying they absolutely had to be in. There's not 12 elite teams that should be playing for a championship this year. What if K-State wins that in regulation by 17 and they and they dominate most of the game, guys? Is TCU out in that scenario for you? Yes, for me. Um, I think you debate out, but who you're putting, who you're going to put Ohio State and Alabama in over them in and USC is that the, is that the change? I mean, the committee had Alabama ahead of Tennessee in its final in its final calculus. I think so. But you're right. Then I'd start to argue. I don't know what you do then. Yeah, I mean, I, I had I'd have more. I wouldn't necessarily get to the conclusion, but I think the K State getting in for thumping TCU or Utah getting extra love for beating USC right. again. Right. I think those have more significance still to me than trying to twist your way to get Alabama into a for, into that foursome. By the way, Tennessee in a 12-team playoff, Alabama played Washington, okay. But Tennessee would play Penn State. It's a great game. Clemson On campus, pl- too? Yeah, yeah, right. Then Tennessee hosting USC, and then Clemson against Utah. Which, by the way, there's every reason to believe Utah could win that game based on what they just did. I mean, Diesel, those are all great riveting must-watch games. I'm not denying that there are some, you know, tantalizing matchups there, but those teams, to me, did not earn the right to play for a championship. The regular season matters. You have to be elite of elite to get the right to earn a chance to play for a college football title. Like that, not, not I'm the 12-team not, playoff? Yeah, that's why I don't like the 12-team playoff. I mean, the other thing is, like, how much separation is there really between Alabama and Tennessee, and USC, and Utah. I mean, do you really think there's a lot of separation between Georgia and probably everyone else? I think there's a significant amount of separation between Michigan and everyone that's not Georgia. But the separation between TCU and Ohio State is clearly not not particularly wide. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The other teams didn't get in. TCU and Ohio State are still in that in that next rank with Alabama, Tennessee. Like, they're in that same rank. They're They're in that same tier. Either of you want to make a case that Ohio State's going to rebound and play? Georgia looks so dominant in that game. It would be an absolute disaster if Georgia does not win the national championship this year. They are head and shoulders better than everybody else. So we're, we're both on the Georgia-Michigan train? I'm there. Yeah. I'm going to bring a bottle of wine to your house, D-Self. You ever invite me over. What do you like? <laughs> also, how expensive do you have to go? Because I would have brought a $40 bottle of wine and been like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then I would have shown up and tried to hide it somewhere in the bathroom. <laughs> like, you got to go, like, over 100 bucks. Like, that's a Pe- lot of pe- money. People were showing up with some nice, uh, what is it, Silver Oak? Like, people were showing up with, like, Silver Oak and Silver Oak Reserva. And I'm just like, oh, man, that that looks expensive. Did they just accidentally bring that in that's on the way to their private collection? Yeah, I think they're $100 bottles of wine, bro. That's too much. I don't want to be at that party anyway, then. <laughs> yeah, you did. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. This is the party, B- Bogus, you missed this, I think, where I got invited to be a part of a ayahuasca journey sometime. What Aaron okay, Rodgers so maybe you don't want to be in this, <laughs> in this group. <laughs> I said yes, as Lori like, kicked me under the table. 
I'm like, I'll come back for that. But then a buddy later told me it changes your. He goes, "Do you like who you are?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Don't do it. You'll be someone different afterwards." So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bring wine next time. Smart. Also, having never really done any drugs, I feel like that right. could be very problematic. I'm a drinker. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring the hallucinogenics to my new friend's house. All right, guys, just get ready for for evidence of the simulation in an hour. Okay, I just want you guys to be emotionally prepared during buy or sell for the fact that the simulation is happening. Um. Deshaun Watson played yesterday for the first time in a long time, and he was poor, and it was painful, and he looked overmatched, and he got booed, and I basked in and loved every second of it, and I hope that's how he plays every moment for the rest of his career, and I'm going to talk to you about that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from our friend and the triumphant man who has returned, Andrew Bogus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Where, where are you at, Tom, in the Writer Than You disease symptom spectrum? Uh, there's no cure for me. I have it. There's absolutely no cure. I fully embraced it. Welcome. Uh, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on the westwoodonesports.com site via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what make AutoZone's America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Yeah, eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number here on the show. I um 
character flaw, not a character flaw, decent. I, I make no bones about the fact that in certain situations there are people that I just grossly root against and I want to see fail. And sometimes those things are for reasons that are petty, right? I'm a Bears fan, and I may, in fact, at times, although I've given up the ghost on this, Aaron Rodgers just won his 158,000th game against the Bears and then saluted the Bears fans in a accurate statement of I own you. So that was nice. Uh, in some cases, it's, it's just the pettiness of, of sports competition. Sometimes I just don't like somebody's face, right? That happens in soccer. I just don't like some of the – not your face. I like your face, pal. <laughs> but Real Madrid and – in some cases, it's personal interactions I've had with guys that were really off-putting. I have told many times with great glee and probably too much the Chris Paul story. And then some of these things are, are serious and I think matter in a real way. And while there is not the evidence out there or the or the um, ability by law enforcement to prosecute Deshaun Watson for the more than two dozen accusations of sexual misconduct, if you have read through the complaint, if you have looked into these things, if you've read it with an open mind, which I have, there is certainly enough to suggest that this is not a person you would want to entrust around anyone you care about, particularly a, a, a woman. And um, that there are moral failings there, at a minimum, that make him unworthy, at a minimum, of the support of someone like me or someone like you. I enjoyed, I don't think it's going to last, but I enjoyed magnificently watching Deshaun Watson look Decent is it an overstatement to say he almost looked feeble in the way that he played? If you miss this game, yes, the Browns playing Houston one-handedly, but it was actually not the offense for Cleveland that generated most of those points. Deshaun Watson in a vacuum. I know his football team won. I understand that. I know that he's been gone for a long time. I got it. I recognize that the reason that the Browns took the PR hit, I think it's obnoxious they did so, spent a ton of money and a ton of picks, is because Deshaun Watson's ceiling is is Mahomes-like. It's extraordinary. It is. I don't know that it's going to last. It probably isn't. He'll probably find his sea legs. He failed on his opening game, and I hope he plays like that every day for the rest of his life. I do. I hope he never performs at a high level again, and I hope that the Russell Wilson contract looks like the greatest deal in sports history compared to what the Browns have to go through. I know that's unlikely, but it's what I'm rooting for, and whether it makes me a good person or a bad person or, like most of us, somewhere in between, that was my overwhelming sensation in Deshaun Watson's performance over the weekend. He was awful, and I hope it continues, and I enjoyed every second of it, Tom. Every, and he did not, look, and I thought he looked rusty. There weren't any moments of real magic of like, oh, there, there he is. You know, you got to kind of, he, if he's going to get it back, and I think he will, it's going to be a process because everything about his greatness is atrophied in his time off. The football part of it yesterday was ugly. You mentioned it. He failed. There's no other way to put it yesterday. His team won in spite of him, not because of him. And then, Bill, I've been thinking about this for about, you know, almost 24 hours now watching that game yesterday. When I peeled it back, okay, Deshaun Watson is on my TV screen. He is playing in an NFL game again. I watched the NFL for entertainment. It felt wrong. I didn't find that game entertaining yesterday. Yes, I watched it. And I'm with you. I think he's going to get better and better as every week goes on from a football standpoint. But, Bill, when when I'm watching him play football now, granted it's been one game, and I got to say this about me, it maybe as time goes on, the emotion for me will just less – it won't be there as much, but maybe that's something about me. But yesterday it felt wrong to, to watch this guy play football. I'm with you. And, and I feel that way about – about Joe Mixon, um, 
I think that's probably the the best example for me. Like I know that was a long time ago for most people what happened in Oklahoma, but I've I've said this before. The fact that there's a a tape that there's video of Joe Mixon striking a woman at a restaurant and and if you've not seen it, it's it's violent. I mean it's a violent attack. I just can't I can't get over it. I just can't it's part of the reason I have trouble rooting for that particular team, even though we opened the show talking about him. Deshaun Watson's thing is if the allegations are even remotely true, a repeated level of human horror. It it just is. And so I'm I'm with you, man. I can't I just I, I can't get down with it. Um hit a few other topics in rapid fire, Cameron, we'll, then we'll get to some of Steve Burline. Diesel, what do you think the Colts whooping or excuse me, the Cowboys whooping of the Colts? Fifty four nineteen, they scored more than half those points in the fourth quarter. More about the Cowboys or more about our boy Jeff Saturday? I mean, this is not college football. You don't get style points for you know for putting up 54 points. They beat a bad football team. Okay, it was standalone on Sunday night, so all eye, eyeballs were on it. Bad. They, they beat a bad football team. I don't think this does anything. I don't think Better it, team, Cowboys or Niners, right now, given the quarterback situation in San Francisco? I have to say the Cowboys. Do the Raiders make the playoffs? Do the Raiders make the playoffs? No, so underwhelming by the Chargers yesterday. They have a the Raiders have a real easy schedule going forward. I I gotta I can't say that they figured it out right now. I can't I can't get there that fast. They go they have Rams, Patriots, Steelers. They do have the Niners and the Chiefs to close it out. But they've got the next three games they can easily win. And I mean, you say they have the Niners, but the Niners aren't the Niners anymore. That's it. All right. I mean. Brock Purdy? I should know this guy's name on the top. Is that the guy's name? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Played Ir- well, actually. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, maybe this defense is good enough to carry them still. I mean, that defense is is that good, but you got to think the offense takes significant steps back. Purdy did play pretty well, by the way. Uh, against a Dolphins defense, that's, that's good. That's really good. Excellent. Agreed. And maybe Kyle Shanahan is smart enough to get the most right. out of Purdy here. That would be a pretty interesting story. Um, I, I just, I'm sorry. I couldn't, I was going to try to hold off, you know? I knew that that pun was a Brock, a lock, excuse me. That was bad. If you had a sell button, would you just be hammering the sell button? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Let's do a pun free, if I can. It's a challenge. NFL conversation, Steve Berline, our guy, longtime NFL quarterback, NFL analyst, joins me on Bill Ryder next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.